0: Uh, we want to give a little warning on this one. Uh, it's about Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, it's long. <laughs> it's an hour and a half. It's, uh, I would say depressing at times. There's some, it's, there's some tough moments. Um, it's not, it's not the usual just funny story episode. No. Um, <laughs> we felt like we should address it. So. Gareth. Um. Gareth. Since I last saw you, uh, the United States exploded into a uh, racial, uh, Oh, a man. racial nightmare.
1: Remember a couple weeks ago? <laughs> when it was all falling apart, but we still had the seams sort of holding? Yeah.
0: So uh I decided we should discuss it. All right. So now this is our first foray into really serious shit. Right? Cliven Bundy Cl- Cliven Cliven. He's right. He's, he's a legend. F- f- he's a fucking moron. But <laughs> How he's not, dare you. But he's not, like, that was semi-serious, but not really serious. Well, it's like you, like, there's always something
1: out there to distract you. So mm-hmm. it's like, at the time, you're like, this is fucking so stupid. And then, like, it's like before 9-11. Like, before 9-11, you're yeah. like, this dirty congressman. And then you're like, oh, right, problems. <laughs> That's what a problem is. Oh, right. Oh, look at that. Okay, I remember pain.
0: So, Ferguson blew up. Uh, Literally. The city of Ferguson. And um, a lot of people in Australia were like, I don't know what's happening. And um, I think a lot of people in America were like, I don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah. I wish I was in Australia.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I knew what was happening uh, because I live here and I read stuff. Yeah. So, to start so to start with the, the city of Ferguson, um, you have to go back a ways.
1: Take us right. back there in your magical time machine. An, a, an event
0: it. like Michael Brown shooting, uh, it does trigger it, yes. Right? But uh, it's typically the pressure or tension that's been building up for years, yes, prior to the event. That is the. I think that was cause. what was
1: so startling about it. Perhaps was that to a lot of people, it was like, "What's going on?" I didn't know about this at all.
0: Yeah, a lot of people. It, you shouldn't be. Um, yeah. There's usually a big range of factors that go into something like this, so uh, we'll go over them. Uh, the exciting problems in Ferguson, like I said, started a long, long time ago. Um, 1850s. Oh, hello! Yeah, I'm going all the way back to the
1: 1850s. <laughs> this is where the camera pans down slowly we see the hustle and bustle of the streets in the 1850s.
0: <laughs> a man walks on a dirty street. Hello, Blackie! Oh God! Oh God! We're there already. He's our hero. Oh God! <laughs> Uh, slavery expansion was uh, was up for debate because there were frontier states, and frontier states were choosing whether or not they wanted to own people or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well. So, so you're starting out a new state, and you're like, gentlemen, gentlemen, should we own other humans? Pro! <laughs> Our lives are easy as shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Con! Morally, that stings me. Oh, my goodness. Own another human. I, I shan't do such a thing. <laughs> then I will own everything. <laughs> so uh, Missouri was one of the frontier states that agreed to be a slave state. Okay, They were like, let's do that shit. Yeah. Um, other frontier states decided not to. Now, Dred Scott was a slave who uh, lived in non-slave states and then moved to Missouri Wait. In, sorry, in non-slave states. So he was living in non-slave states where he wasn't a slave, but somehow stayed with this th- his employer at that point. Okay. And then when he moved to a slave state, then he reverted back to being a slave.
1: So, like, when you—you you think it's, like, impactful when, like, your parents are, like, we're moving before your senior year of high school. <laughs> like, this is, like, the move where you're like, oh, uh, what was that? Like— we're moving to the place where you're going to be a slave now. You're
0: like, well, aren't we uh, happy here? Should I not move with you? Maybe I'll just I can stay you, here and right? fight the Indians. <laughs> should I not? Um, his master, I'm not exactly sure what exactly went down, but the master died. Um, and his wife, instead of giving his freedom, like I believe he was agreed that he would get his freedom upon the master's death, decided, no, I'm going to sell you. Uh, because you're my property. And... Uh, and so they went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, uh, you're not free. Um, shocking. You uh, you have no rights. Yeah, shocking. Any, any whites have to respect. Well, he basically said, you're, no, you're not yeah. a person. No. Yeah. So that's cool. The, the Supreme Court was cool back then. Hey, look. They're just flying by the seat of our pants. Hey,
1: whatever. Either way. Person, not a person. Um,
0: As a member of the Supreme Court, I can't say you're free because i own a bunch of you
1: well see the problem here dread is that your skin's black (laughs)
0: and that's my argument
1: so that's that okay where are we having lunch (laughs) so where's good
0: um so that was that's like that's like that happened in missouri and that's like a famous yeah dread scott yeah and it's a shame it's like a shameful case for you know lawyers and people and humans humans in general and really anybody that's alive. Anybody (laughs) thought that that was cool. So now you cut forward uh, to 1916 and St. Louis uh, became one of the first places to formalized racial segregation Mm. by formalized formalized by designating Negro blocks where blacks would be concentrated and legally forbidden from leaving.
1: I thought those were, like, shitty Legos. So, <laughs> <laughs> No. Like, no. Oh, uh, okay.
0: So they basically would make, so if you're a black guy, they'd be like, okay, you could live there, Ugh. and you can't go anywhere else. Do so
1: you have, like, certain streets you can I walk don't, down? I
0: don't know. It's, they were called Negro blocks, Ugh. and they couldn't leave them, so they were, like, they were, like, trapped on blocks uh. like they they would have to get a job on the block they would have to Jeez. like it's the craziest fucking thing i've ever it's read it's
1: like it's like in a sitcom where someone puts tape down the middle of a room like you stay on your side of the room You except Black. the white person can go on all oh, of the I can, sides I, yeah i can do, i can do either <laughs> side but that's your area I, but i can do
0: either side that's your area okay don't touch don't here's touch. your pee box okay i have to cut off your arm oh sorry um, so, uh, this is, uh, so, you know, that's like a, I guess it's like a tiny apartheid. I don't know. It's like a yeah. crazy. Well, I'd never heard of this. Being from California, we didn't really have stuff like this. So, I'd, I'd never heard of this. So, it's, it's actually a lot over that area, uh, happened in Illinois. And we're great. We're great people. Hey. We are great people. We're hey. a great country.
1: Feel good, right?
0: <laughs> so, the Supreme Court actually struck down the Negro blocks in 1917 and said you can't do that.
1: I love. I would love to know what what the, what the reasoning is. Yeah, behind, just like, you,
0: we can own you. Yeah, but we can also, own you. This is unconstitutional. How can you put them on a block? When How you own dare them? you?
1: Now I'm going to go beat the shit out of this guy. Excuse me.
0: It just yeah. So what um, what happened was in response to that, in St. Louis, private real estate agents and other groups, real estate groups, created ways of enforcing segregation. So in 1923, the St. Louis Real Estate Exchange created zones in the city's black neighborhoods to limit the extent of black housing. Real estate agents could only sell to black families inside the zones. So, so <laughs> nothing changed. So yeah, basically nothing changed. So what they did was they said, well, if we can't make them stay there, then we'll make them stay there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've
1: got a solution. Let's just make them stay there. <laughs> That'll work.
0: Right, but the court said we couldn't make them stay and there. And we
1: should not. We should not make them stay there. Okay. Plan B. Yes. Let's just you know, make them stay there.
0: <laughs> okay. All so, right. All right. Good meeting, everybody. A great meeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if, if a real estate agent did sell to a black family that was outside the zone, they would lose their real estate license. Well, it all sounds very healthy.
1: It's... Look... It all how? sounds very healthy.
0: Quick question: Yeah, how could anything go wrong?
1: Nothing could go wrong here, right? Everything's
0: fine. Uh, so those uh, those areas, those zones, were expanded into what were called covenants, which were like the these, Negro blocks. The, the, yeah, the,
1: <laughs> the, the remaining Negro blocks with a different name.
0: Yes, yes. So they were all combined, and so then they they were like swaths of them all put together, right? Where, uh, they would just say that's where you live. <laughs> what, a, what a luxury. Like, what a great, what a just a great moment in time. Yeah.
1: It would make sense because again, their skin colors different. Yeah. So, you I know mean, what I mean? why wouldn't you? Yeah, it just makes sense. It makes sense. Um, in
0: 1917, St. Louis was also home to one of the worst race riots in 20th century America. How many Ks was it? Uh, oh, how, three? It's a 3K run? <laughs> <laughs> That's a running back that is a 3K. I'm running a 3K. Why? You know, that's
1: got a good ring to it. <laughs> okay.
0: After World War II, uh, blacks being recruited from the South to work in jobs in factories in St. Louis to drive down the prices. Right. Uh, drive down wages.
1: Good thing we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Uh,
0: and and so then, uh, you know, that's not a good sign. It usually leads to trouble. So. Yeah. So they brought all these black dudes in and gave them white guys jobs and then the white guys went on strikes and then the local newspapers started printing stories about how black guys are just there to fuck up voting, which if you want to see stories about people of a different color coming to fuck up voting, just go read James Woods Twitter feed <laughs> because uh, it's what's happening with him and Mexicans. <laughs> so <laughs> It's literally what's happening today. Um, so strikes started happening, and uh, blacks were brought in to replace the whites. Then a massive riot occurred; uh, over a hundred people died, most okay. of them black. People. Yeah, I was going to say. So St. Louis, n- n- you think of Missouri, you don't think like slavery, harmony. And ho- yeah, you don't think like horrible, horrible, horrible. But like it's like it's like right there with the best of them.
1: Yeah, it's it's. There's still places now where. You know, you know, more racism is prevalent than other places. Yeah, you
0: think you go that place, but you don't think St. Louis, do you? No. It turns out St. Louis is yeah. one of the most segregated cities in the entire country. That's good. It's weird, right? Weird how I, these seeds are planted. It's so strange that that this all blew up. Um, so um, so, cut forward. Now it went on like that for years, and and there were there were like you know. There's the blacks only pools, like we've all seen the only blacks only wa- drinking fountains. Yeah, all that shit is going on. There is actually a picture of a bunch of uh, kids beating up a black kid because the whites only pool had been made open to everybody. It's a great photo. I mean, if you want something over your mantle, just ama- that just screams St. Louis. It really is amazing to think
1: that the idea that somebody couldn't be in the same water as you like well, it's the same terrifying. huge have body you seen, of water.
0: Have you seen Caddyshack? Yeah, I think that's
1: that's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is.
0: Um, so this went on till the seventies when a lot of housing laws changed and they got rid of all those housing laws, right? So all in the seventies, yeah, Jesus, yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah, isn't that great? It went on until the seventies, awesome. Hi, how do you feel? Pretty
1: good, like we like we <laughs> make decisions when they should be made. <laughs>
0: So that was wiped out, and then black people could buy, buy houses. Oh, that's so nice of us. Um, that's so nice of us. areas, and then white people were like, oh, fuck, black people are moving here. This and is they- just
1: like the pool. <laughs> this is the pool all over again. <laughs> Don't touch the wall. A negro lives next door.
0: <laughs> You'll catch black. Oh, my God. This is all straight out of the documents. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they all, so then they started moving out to the suburbs called white flight and then the blacks moved into that that inner ring of suburbs they where just it,
1: won't get the in <laughs> they just won't listen they're not getting it they're not listening
0: they moved into that inner ring of suburbs the whites moved farther away so places like Ferguson are where all the blacks so it's like a sub it's like a working class suburban neighborhood right uh, uh, which is starting to become more and more black okay Um, But it was still pretty white. I mean, there were just a few families moving in. uh, Not a lot. The black population about in in, in 1970 was still pretty low. Um, Now, the places where the urban places where the blacks were mostly living in St. Louis just completely deteriorated because they weren't taking care of the infrastructure. You know, it's like this is like when Cleveland Rivers caught on fire. Yeah, Um, People were like, well. St. Louis lost about a third of its population. Okay. And that, those people went to places like Ferguson and it it got a great nickname. It called it's called ghetto spillover. Oh, that is ah, uh, that sounds like a good drink. Um it's a good drink, it's a good game. It's a good policy. It's a good board game. Yeah. Um they actually named one of the towns ghetto spillover.
1: Oh, that's great. Do you live in GS? <laughs> I live in G. I go to high school at GS.
0: <laughs> so we have one chair. Ghetto Spillover. Yeah. Feel good?
1: Well, I feel like one thing I will say about this country, we normally put a good shine on shit, but this time it seems like we no. you know, normally were like- no, there's no shining this the, shit. The Freedom Act, you know,
0: when it's yeah. just like, yeah. this is
1: about being able to raid your home. But this, we just went with Ghetto Spillover, which is nice and clinical. So it I like clinical. that. I'd rather that.
0: So the GS was going on. Um, white flight really took off in the 90s. In 1990, Ferguson was 74% white and 25% black. Now it is 67% black and 29% white. So okay. it's completely reversed. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's really simple. St. Louis first had laws saying black people couldn't live in the suburbs. Then those laws went away. Then they put in housing restrictions. Then Jesus. those laws went away. Then blacks started to move to the suburbs, and whites ran away like it was on fire. Ugh. Well, it's all very healthy. America. It's all very good. Um, today, uh, the whites moved to the suburbs, and laws are still restrictive because of like zoning. Like You can have a house, but you can't have an apartment building, right? Yeah. So they still. There's still they're zoning. There's still just. There's bullshit. zoning to keep out the. Poor. racial bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But I also live in the suburbs, and I like it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know, poor people are upsetting.
1: Uh, you don't want, look, I've always said the best way to deal with a problem is to not look at it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, this is what best. I'm talking about. There's no need to have
1: a conversation. I, because while. That's awkward. While we're reading, Awkward. While, Do you have
0: any idea how awkward that's going to be? While I'm reading this story, I'm very aware of the fact that I live in a place that is 70% white. Yes. About 70%, about 20% Asian. Yeah. About. Nine and a half percent, not about exactly nine and a half percent uh, Latino, right? And point five percent black. But it just—it sounds perfect.
1: <laughs> I mean, just your pool must be so fun to swim in. <laughs> I'll let an Asian guy dunk his feet in the pool, but that's where I draw the line.
0: Okay, so we're on the same wave. Same wavelength. We're on same the same page. wavelength. So, um. Right, so I can't believe there's still
1: there are still, you know, still caveats inside of zoning restrictions. Of course that there just are. Of course there so. are.
0: Yeah, they still they still fuck with all this shit to make it hard for poor people to live in the Bay in San Francisco Bay Area. There's a system called BART, and BART is the train system that goes out to the East Bay and the South Bay and all over San Francisco. It does not go to the North Bay, because Marin County has. Maybe it's it's probably one of the top ten richest counties in the country. They don't want a train going there, yeah, because then the the yeah because people who don't have cars can get there. Then exactly, the poor people can get there. So there's no way to access from a train the North Bay. Well, that's good.
1: Okay, nice and healthy. Just America, the
0: (laughs) shithole. I think that's the song. It's good. Um. So. St. Louis has gone through a lot of lengths to privately and publicly segregate itself. It's basically their hobby. Um, now, cops and some states, this is a completely different subject, switching to another reason why this all went down. Cops and some states have basically tried to make it legal to kill unarmed people. Yes. Uh, it uh, seems like they have all. <laughs> It feels like they have. Okay, like in 1974 in Tennessee, um, two cops were responding to a burglary. And when they got to the house, they looked out in the backyard, and they saw a 15-year-old kid uh, with a bag. Yeah. And he was in the backyard, fenced-off backyard. Yeah. And he, the cops said, halt. Right. And then the kid tried to jump the fence. Oh, and well. so the cop shot him in the head. Yeah, well, he tried to get over the fence. Well, yeah, yeah. So you got see if he'd gotten away. Well, yeah. And then you have to go back to the station, and, then and like, also so what happened? You know, and look, like, oh, when
1: you're, oh, you're a cop, oh, you're tired from your day at work. You yeah. don't have time to go running over fences. Oh no, this isn't fucking Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, this is real that's shit. That's movie tired. shit.
0: I'm tired. I had a big breakfast. Hey, guess what moves faster
1: than Officer
0: Scott? Oh. A bullet. Oh, look at that. You don't have a head. Way faster. So they shot a 15-year-old kid, which generally 15-year-old kids are horrific murderers, and they should be stopped at all costs. Yeah, think of Gacy. Um, so the local uh, federal district court in Tennessee ruled that it was justified. Yep. Uh, they said, nice job. Good. Uh, under Good their, detective work. Under their opinion, uh, if uh, uh, the officer may be may use all the necessary means to effect the arrest now see that's maybe where there's a problem okay but so what they're <laughs> saying is no matter, what, you, no matter what no matter what if you say stop i get to kill you yeah no matter it's
1: the no matter what it's, that's the problem it it makes sense it doesn't though or
0: else we'd have criminals running everywhere but I, but they, if they didn't have guns. Okay. Then Okay, like this guy had a purse. Right.
1: So he shot a Tinky Winky. (laughs) No, the guy had stolen the purse. Oh, he stole the purse. Well, then he deserved to get shot. I'm sorry, I misunderstood.
0: (laughs) Uh, So the kid's father appealed to the Supreme Court. What a jerk! And the Supreme Court actually ruled that that was unconstitutional, that you can't just Shoot people down. Did they know about the purse? <laughs> I hope so. Kind of the deal maker. Uh, the 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 Justice Brian White wrote for the Uh-oh. majority. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know his name is White. Uh, this could get sticky. <laughs> uh, wrote it is not better that all felony suspects die than that they escape. So yeah. So he was like, "Well, we can't just." Because it's legalizing what murder. what he said. Chase. Chase. Chase them. Chase. Also, if he gets away, okay. he's 15. All right. He got away. He's the one that got away. He's the one. Oh, no. Someone doesn't have a purse. Yeah. Um, and if they're not an immediate threat to others, like if he doesn't have a gun, if he's not going you know, to, like I could see them shooting a guy with a gun who's just Look, shot at if people. if a guy, yeah, if there's,
1: totally, if there's a guy who's got a gun and he's, and he's, if a guy's pointing a gun at a cop, right? Yeah, you get to shoot. Then, I, like, you see a video of that, you're not like, right. what a, pra- I mean, at that point, somebody's, you know, going to probably get shot. Yes. But, so if you get that a, but if
0: he's got a spatula...
1: Then I think maybe you don't shoot him. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, you are such a liberal. Yeah. Uh, but even, even though... He might have been making a bullet omelet or something. Right. And that is a threat.
0: Garrett. Yeah. Gareth. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for calling me Gareth. I called you Garrett first. Well, fuck. Um, so, the cop was never charged in that case, even though the Supreme Court said, no, you blew it. But he head learned off. a valuable lesson. He did learn a valuable learned a lesson. Valuable didn't lesson. He? he learned that you can get away with Chase. murder. Chase. <laughs> Try chasing. Um, usually, cops aren't charged in America after they kill someone. Yeah, but I think that sets up a good system. <laughs> so. Um, so, cop shooting unarmed suspects is actually rampant in the U.S. No. In Oakland, California, the NAACP reported that out of 45 officer involved shootings between 2004 and 2008, 37 of those shot were black. None were white. One third of the shootings resulted in fatalities. Weapons were not found in 40% of the cases. So,
1: a lot of unsolved
0: mysteries out there. <laughs> Unsolved mystery. So, if you're just if you just take a look at the stats and the numbers, they killed a bunch of people,
1: and it's weird why. Then you would think that, like, if they have a history of shooting a particular race, you would find you'd find it strange why uh, black people. You know, feel extra threatened when cops are
0: around, and maybe act a little sheepish. That and is a weird idea. Yeah, it's so, weird. So, so what you're saying is, is yes. that if you gun down a bunch of people based on their race, that when you approach them yeah. as someone who they guns might have people heard about down, yeah. that they might feel weird.
1: Yes, they might be like, "Oh, I know what they do in this situation. They murder me. Maybe I should, I should just, just run." Run.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Um, Okay, I'm going to run. One actually... in. If you run, I shoot. If you move, I shoot. I'm going to stay here? If you shoot, I shoot. If you
1: stay here, I shoot. Look, I'm shooting. (laughs) I just want to be straight up. I am shooting.
0: Uh, One cop was charged in 2009 because he basically executed a kid on a train platform while tons of people recorded it with their phones. Um, The cop later said that he meant to grab his taser They feel alike. I don't know if you felt that loaded pistol. And also, he kept his taser on one side and his gun on the other. So obviously, you're going to grab. If I pull out a taser half the time. I'm like, is that my gun? He and then I just, yeah, And then I just shoot. I don't have, especially if a guy's laying on the ground, not doing anything. Yeah. Then I don't. Then I'm like in just like a panic.
1: Well, you know how uh, much it hurts to tase someone execution style. Yeah. It's very painful. It's a fucking nightmare. Oh, right in the back of the and noggin. You, and you,
0: let me tell you this: if I put a taser on the table and I put a gun on the table, are you gonna be able to feel the difference if you close your eyes? No, honestly. No, if I had not?
1: like a couple seconds to look at him, I'd be like, uh, right, right. I just react.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's, Then we talk about it. Thank you. Yeah, I'll do what I do,
1: then we discuss lessons.
0: So he was convicted of involuntary manslaughter and got two years in prison. Man, he must have just... That's such well, bullshit what that he had to go behind. rap. And Man. all he
1: did was just shoot a kid in two the back. Two years? He just He'll hit? never get those two years back, Dave. Nope. Nope. Thank you. He'll never get those two thank years you. back.
0: And I'm sure they put him in a really,
1: really bad place. Really
0: bad prison. Well, I mean, he's certainly in a sad, bad prison. Yep. Um... Cops in the U.S. are trained to shoot to kill. They're not trained to shoot
1: to injure. Now see, that's a lesson I learned pretty recently. Oh. Yeah. Uh, seeing some of their actions are... Uh, they definitely do... Uh, there's definitely... A, they, they're allowed to shoot you. <laughs> they're allowed to shoot you, which is something we're all learning, which
0: is uh, really kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah um they uh they sometimes taser children like an eight-year-old girl uh was tasered in South Dakota about a year ago because she had a paring knife in her hand well and she was uh, attacking what she learned was a lesson yeah am I wrong
1: yeah she learned a lesson and she's right now learning how to get over a stutter that's right
0: yeah a horrid stutter and uh forever it if anything ever happens to her she won't call the police
1: nope I, I look if I ever have kids I've always said I'm gonna Raise them raise them to tase them.
0: Yeah. No, kids... That's the program. Well, we have a thing here in, in our house, and it's called uh, use your inside voice or get tasered.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, I mean, look, you know, you, you're trying to potty train a kid. If it's not taking... Right. You know, step
0: it up. Step it up. Bring the taser into the mix. If you, you're sitting on the toilet, if you don't release your bowels, yeah. I'm going to release them for you yeah, with exactly. electricity.
1: It's a great way to just do it. Like, if yeah. you're in a rush. That's what Mr. Rogers did.
0: So... Uh back to St. Louis in 2010, St. Louis was one of the most racially segregated places in the US. Um, and with that fewer services. Cause the well cause so the county is control. The county controls all the services, like the garbage and the little. So the wealthy people up in the northwest west get most of the good services, the poor people get less services, the schools turn to shit in Ferguson. While the good schools up north survive on donations from parents yeah. and local charities. Where the train doesn't go. Right, where the train doesn't go. Yeah. So there's much less money to be had in Ferguson. In 2012, the local school district, including Normandy High School, where Michael Brown went to uh, school, was stripped of its accredi- accreditation. Which means it was like you were like graduating from your sister's house. Yes.
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that.
0: <laughs> like, so people were fucking pissed because they're like, well, the county runs this shit. And now our schools are fucked. How's yeah. this happening?
1: Well, I mean, I, I mean, what a bunch of whiners! Thank Unbelievable. You. This is
0: what I'm talking. You know, we're going to get to yeah. this. This is what I'm talking yeah, about. I, this I'm is seeing all about. Yeah, this is all about whiners. Yeah. And what I'm going to call this? I'm going to call this episode whiners, complainers. So Michael Brown attended Normandy High. He was one of the 58 percent of students who graduated. Now that's a great rate. Yeah,
1: one out of two. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Well, a little bit over. Look it over. Don't forget about the 8%. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Pretty cool. So so obviously the people who drop out, they're going to have great lives and they're going to vote and they're going to do all kinds of great things. Yeah, well, that's normally how it goes. They don't sell drugs. Um, So with all this in the background comes our horrendous corporate society and the militarization of America. Let's fucking party. President Eisenhower in 1961. Dwight Dizzle. Said about the military-industrial complex. Um, he said that this was coming, and we had to watch out for this shit. And if we didn't control it, it was going to take over our country. <sighs> and then he left the White and House. And then he took off. <laughs> and then he got on a horse, and he said, "Fuck you! It's not
1: going to go well." <laughs> <laughs>
0: He did everything but, but shit in a paper bag and light it on fire and go, this is what's happening. And people are like, be clear. Uh, I don't know what you're thinking. More clear, Dwight. More... Um, so America's just trying to fuck itself in the ass as hard as it can, basically. Mm. Um, now, the thing about Fergus is, is while a lot of it is about race, a lot of it is just more terrifying and disturbing because it's about just how we fuck over poor people. Yeah. So this is where I start to lean lean into the idea that there's absolutely no help for America. All right. There's no future. Hand me that scotch. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So in the 2000s, because of our amazing Congress and our great President uh, Clinton, all the laws that were put in place to stop the Depression were repealed.
1: Yes, finally.
0: And all of a sudden, we had all these subprime mortgages that were the cause of the the enormous recession. Those were mostly used in places like Ferguson because you were finding people without college educations who would then trust the banker and then you'd have them side on the dotted line and then three years later, their house would be gone. Yes. And then you'd be like,
1: yeah, I feel good. All right. Perfect. I made money.
0: So everything collapses, right? The economy collapses. The economy shits a bad 2008 unemployment rate for black people in Ferguson is three times as high as it is for whites. Um, among black men aged 16 to 24, the unemployment rate is 47. percent Jesus, so that's good, right? right. Fifty. Th-
1: Let's flip it. Christ. Let's flip yeah, it. Yeah, flip it.
0: Fifty-three percent of people uh-huh. have jobs. Uh huh. Flip it. Sure. Take that number and uh, flip it. Yeah. Oh, fifty-three. So a, per- ma- oh. a majority of, oh. of black. But so the men. glass is
1: half full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. Okay.
0: For people who don't understand numbers, yeah. that's a good number.
1: And we're talking about the people that we've disenfranchised so they can't get educations. Yeah. Right,
0: for them. Okay, well you seem a little hazy. I'm a little spicy. You seem a little hazy on the subject. Yeah, I'm real hazy. Um, And then, of course, that's made worse by the... the the patterns of the the housing that they had created before. So the the rich people are moving further out into the suburbs where the poor people can't get to to get to a new job that might occur. Oh, nice. So they're just kind of stuck there. Um, Fermenting, is that a good word? Sure, yeah. Um, And then this is made even worse by the voting in Ferguson. So Ferguson has just one black city council member, And three black police officers out of a force of 55. Those are good numbers. The mayor is white. The school superintendent is white. The police chief is white. Blacks aren't voting. Because, and this is weird, it's sort of, I totally agree with it. They believe that voting doesn't matter. Why? Where would they get that impression? I don't impression? know. Why would they think that after all of this shit that we've read? Why would they think that what, it doesn't matter? Yeah, I don't understand. Because what they can't change if they vote is the fucking the 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 garbage company being owned by a black person. Yeah. Or they can't change anything because that's all done at the county level. Basically, it's just a big pile of fucking dicks that they're voting.
1: Yeah, but you still, if you vote, you get a sticker. Oh, and that's like nice. So, I like a sticker. Yeah, you get a sticker. So they should know that. that if, they, if they vote, they get a fucking sticker. I like stickers. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I mean, the whole fucking, the whole American you system. You can eat the sticker.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's like food, too. Eat it. Yeah, have at it. <laughs> now, you're welcome. You remember this. There you go. All right, buddy.
0: Um basically America is legally uh, is a le- legalized corruption. That's yes. what it is. You pay the politicians and they do what you want. So if you don't have any money, you know no one's going to do anything for you. Yeah. So whatever. They're just basically fucked. The entire system is fucked. Um so basically almost all the white people left Ferguson except the same white government stays in place and r- rules the black people good. That's it's how, good,
1: right? That's how it should be. Yeah. That's that makes sense. That's
0: good. <laughs> that makes sense. And that's good
1: that that's happening. I don't
0: know why it would lead to anger. So there's a marginalization from economic power in the local government. There's the waste management contracts, the sewer contracts, all the municipal public work contracts that traditionally just go to white people because they're allies of the other white people. No one's giving that job to a black company. Has anyone ever considered how racist this sounds towards
1: the black people, the white people in power? Oh, like uh... you know, it sounds like they're really getting stereotyped here as bad leaders. I'm just
0: going to say, I'm just going to say, say no.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's. a I mean, I think you know, the real victims here are these white politicians. Mm-hmm. Who just can't get a break. Can't, can't catch a break because... Yeah, their approval rating's in the weeds. Come on.
0: Okay. That's tough. I hear what you're saying. Thank you. And I disagree with it. Well, I don't respect you. 100%. Well. Um, so, basically, it's just a, a, a whole system that is created to keep out... Black people. Black people. Yeah. And they live there. Um and then the other thing is it becomes a transient city. So because it's so such a fucked-up, rundown city and shitty schools, so people are moving in and moving out as fast as they can. So those people aren't registering to vote. They're like, I'm going to be here six months. I'm getting the fuck out. So it's just getting shittier and shittier and shittier. Then they do elections in the spring. Now, presidential elections in November have a fairly large turnout. But historically, elections in April have shitty turnouts. Yeah. So they... For some reason, this white county, with the people in charge, keeps having their elections in April hmm. when no one comes out. Weird. Yeah, and then.
1: It's almost like they don't want people to come
0: out. It Almost. Yeah, okay. Almost. I could see that. Dog barking. Okay, so now the cops are, are almost entirely a white police force, so they're, quote-unquote, protecting the mostly black citizens of Ferguson. Of course
1: they are. Uh, of course the, they protecting are. Protecting
0: the shit out of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Protecting the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, I know someone who went to school with the mayor of uh, Ferguson. He's a real shit. Went to college with him, and the quote he told me was, he's a nice enough guy, however, I wouldn't hire that guy to run a Wendy's. That's tough to hear.
1: Because Wendy's... is a good operation. ...can though. be run pretty shittily.
0: <laughs> After the protest started, the mayor said, we've never seen this kind of frustration, this kind of tension between the races. I know we've always gotten along.
1: We run out of buns! We run out of <laughs> buns! We need more buns! What a fucking
0: idiot. <laughs> no, we can't... No, he... he the, they generally... They, not generally. They they completely believe this all to be true. Well, and They're they just to, white people yeah. who are oblivious to everything that's happening around them. Last year in Ferguson, 86% of the police stops and 92% of the searches no. and 93% of arrests involved blacks. Despite the fact that police found more contraband when stopping white residents than black ones.
1: What's so weird is being white yeah. and being against your race's side because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. So it's like in a situation like this, you are just I mean how I, I, I we could I, we could literally Of course you fucking hate him. We
0: how could we could literally live right next door to a black guy and grow up right next door to each other yeah. and have two completely yes. different lives.
1: And I think you always know that. You always you I think as an American, you know that. But you just don't
0: right. experience that, right? You don't experience it, so then there's no change, because and that's
1: what they thrive upon: is the idea that you'll your give a shitness is enough to care, but not enough to react, right? Well, good, okay. I'm gonna so go we solve uh, that. Is your garage open? Can yep. I put my car in there and go start and for fire a it? Fire it up! Fire it up! Just uh, really, gas her up.
0: Teenagers and their kids in their early 20s are stopped on a weekly basis in Ferguson. One reporter asked a 20 year old how many times he stopped by police, and he said about 10 times a month. Excuse <laughs> me, son. Can you come Every over here? Every three days. Can you come over here? Are you, uh, are you being black right now it's Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm going to have to frisk you.
1: I'm sorry. You're in possession of non white skin. Turn around, boy. Turn <laughs> around. Hit the floor. There you go. I'm going to
0: search you or shoot you. Yeah. Okay, so why is this happening? Because 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 it's, it's so because much it's, it's so much worse it's so much worse than racism. Because cities like cities like Ferguson are not well funded. They don't have big tax bases. A lot of the shopping centers and movie theaters and stores have gone out of business because of the recession. They're hit hard by the mortgage crisis, obviously. So, what's wh- best way to make money? I'm Stopping so, black people. Yeah. Okay. And finding them. Traffic fines are Ferguson's second largest source of revenue, and the only one that is growing. Municipal court fines, most of which arise from motor, motor vehicle violations, accounted for 21% of revenue last year. Wow. And were the equivalent of 81% of police salaries before overtime. So they've created a new economy. It's a new economy. okay? So Solved. Where the police, okay, so you have police, but to keep the police employed, you have to keep fining people. It just happens that most of the cops are white and most of the people are black, so you mostly have to find black people. So that's a good economy, right? It's a really good economy. It's really good, and it's, it's smart called, because uh, it's just,
1: it's not. You don't. Who needs to worry about the problem?
0: Right. It's yeah. Well, it's fix called, the symptom. It's well. It is. It is. It's called the black economy. Yeah. It's black economics. Um. So. Uh, nothing about this. So all those protests. And then nothing,
1: nothing, nothing ever. I mean, then the idea isn't that you're trying to stop crime, which is a fucking problem. No, you're not stopping
0: crime anymore. Yeah. You're just trying to make fines so you can have a pool out in your white suburb. It's like
1: a crackhead mentality. It's just like you're not thinking like, where's next week's crack going to come from Or Maybe I should get off a junk. You're like, I will suck your dick for crack now. That's what they I mean, that's the solution.
0: That's really what they're doing. Yeah, perfect. So to keep themselves employed, they have to find yeah. them. It's the I mean, crazy. it's
1: almost like what they should do is they should just, like, black people in Ferguson or other places should just have 25 bucks on them. And when a cop pokes them, just give the cop 25 bucks. <laughs> you that go, buddy. system, I think, is easier for everybody. I think
0: it would be a lot easier. It's far more transparent. You just get tapped on the shoulder, you turn around, here's oh, 25. Oh, fuck, it's a cop. Yeah, go. it's like
1: tag. Like, the city should just turn yeah. into tag. Right. Anytime a cop touches you, you give them 25 bucks. There you go. Ghoul is your home.
0: It's all good. I'm running for Senate. Um. So, uh... Yeah, the city's 63% black, but 86% of the people pulled over are black, which is... Th- Perfect. So it's higher. Um, one famous incident happened in September 2009.
1: Oh, I know this one.
0: A 50-year-old welder named Henry Davis, who had just happened to be black, was arrested. He
1: had an outstanding warrant. It might warrant. have just been soot from welding.
0: Okay. he 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 had, he had an outstanding warrant. Fair enough, right?
1: They should change it from outstanding, by the way. That makes
0: it sound good. Super. He had a super good warrant.
1: He's got a fantastic warrant.
0: <laughs> outstanding is pretty. <laughs> yeah. Crazy good, crazy good warrant. Yeah. Um, now, the reason they stopped Davis was because he missed his exit on the highway and pulled off because it was raining so hard that he couldn't see. It's illegal. So it's illegal to be safe. A cop walked up to his car. Uh, knocked uh, on his door, he opened it. The guy knocked the cell phone out of his hand, handcuffed him, and put him in the back of his squad car with no explanation. Sounds really legal. Well, he was wet. It sounds really legal. Uh, so they get to the station, and they realize it's the wrong guy when they're booking him. They go, oh, he's mm. he's he's the same, is it Harry, uh, yeah, Henry Davis? But he has a different middle name and a different social security number. So right there, they're like, we have the wrong guy. So, what to do? Well, obviously, just put him back on the streets and release him. Right. So, they put him in a cell. Right. Just let him go. Right. So, they put him in a cell.
1: Right. Because he had a name that was similar.
0: Yeah. So, he had... Well, his name is Henry Davis, and the other guy's name is Henry Davis. Yeah. The other guy's name is Henry Luke Davis, and his name is Henry Davis. Different social security.
1: Security. Yeah. So, it's not the guy. Right. Right.
0: So, they put him in a cell. Right.
1: Okay. That's Um, where... Right.
0: And then he complained, because they put him in a cell... A cement floor, no blanket, no pad. We probably wanted to know what the fuck was going on. So, yeah. So he was complaining because, and this is weird, but when you're being arrested for something someone else did and the cops say, oh, you're not the guy, and then they throw you in jail, you get weird about it. You're upset. You're like, well, I don't know what, uh, why is that? You just wish you hit your exit. (laughs) You just wish you hit your fucking exit. So they beat him senseless. Yeah. Uh, he's bleeding everywhere. The paramedics are called. He's lost so much blood that they take him to the hospital. They beat him horribly. Horribly. But he refused treatment at the hospital until someone took his picture. He uh. was like, fucking photograph me, motherfuckers. So they took him back to jail. Uh. And there he was held for property damage because he bled on the cop shirts.
1: Well, that's... So, that is his fault, no? I could see it being argued that it was the cop's fault.
0: Well, but he got his blood on them. It
1: was his blood. Right. But it's not like he shot it out of his eyes on them.
0: No, but it... They beat him. But it squirted out of him. Because they beat him. Right, but he should have kept it in.
1: Yeah, but that's not. But see, that's maybe where the argument here. This is maybe the core of the argument here is you can't tell your skin to hold your blood in like that if it's open. Well, maybe black people. Yeah, black people can't. I mean, white people can. We're magical.
0: Um, they eventually went to court, and uh, he the, well the charges were thrown out, but he sued them. Yeah. Because Why? They, what a stickler. Well, cuz they broke him.
1: Cuz they broke him and then told him they were going to fucking fine him for getting his blood on their shit. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, unfucking believable.
0: <laughs> By the way, one of these cops is now a city council member.
1: Oh, good. So, uh fucking assholes.
0: So, these are the questions from the lawyer. After Mr. Davis was detained, did you have any blood on you? And the cop says, "No, sir." And then he hands him a copy of the property damage complaint which said there was blood on his shirt and he says is that your signature and the cop says yeah it is sir and what do you allege that mr davis did unlawfully here uh transferred blood to my uniform while he was resisting said the police officer and did i ask you earlier if he got blood on your uniform uh yes you did and did you respond no yeah So they all fucking. Then they all went in. Every cop did that, and then they all lied and said that they basically filled out the report. Yeah. And then they lied about the report while being questioned. Every single fucking one of them. They all sat there and lied in court while the guy is reading them the thing, and they're saying that didn't happen. The fucking form is in front of them.
1: The form that they signed that says that this happened
0: is. They're, they're saying it didn't saying happen. Didn't happen. And they all get to go home. It's just uh, none of the cops under oath would say that he bled on their shirts. Even What's though the point of you know they all had written under oath. It, it, you have to. Shouldn't the guy just throw the Bible and be like, "It doesn't matter." And then, and the case is dismissed. Uh, they charged him with several felonies for assaulting police officers. That bastard uh, with his face. That bastard. You know what? People hit people with face with their faces all the time. Yeah. Um. So they all they all got off, and uh, even though. Uh, even though the, the guy had a concussion, the judge said that he didn't have enough damage to sue. To...
1: Yeah, well, he was black, so, that's you know, popular. no rights.
0: Um, so that's just... Um... So at that time, the Ferguson PD, this is 2009, was allowing... They have to write up excessive... You have to have... If there's an excessive force thing that happens, you have to... Someone has to write up... Someone else comes over and goes, hey, Bob... I saw that you just uh, beat the shit out of that guy. Oh, it was a great day. I got to write up an excessive report uh, file on you, and we got to put it in your folder, in your your personnel folder. Folder. So what was happening in Ferguson was, if you excessively beat someone, you would then write it up yourself, and then you wouldn't wouldn't put it in your folder.
1: Oh, so good. (laughs) Kind of like the message in the bottle policy. You write it, and then fucking throw it away.
0: Hey, Larry, did you write that uh, report on yourself? Yeah, I then I flushed it down the fucking toilet. Uh, I took a shit on it. Where okay. We Where were we eating lunch? Sounds good, buddy. Bye, buddy. Copping it. <laughs> Straight copping it. Uh, that did change in 2010 when the new chief came in. Um, but, and this is a big but, uh, the cop who killed Michael Brown could... Easily have had complaints or force reports on him that just vanished, like all the others before 2010. So, so they, they keep saying he's a straight-laced yeah, cop, right? Right? He hasn't done anything before, but how would we fucking know? But none of them have if done before, anything before they used to just take their reports and light them on fire. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Good. That's good. I'm glad that that's at play here. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah.
0: Good. Uh, the Davis case against police was tossed by a judge because the judge said he had not received any serious injury. As I said. <laughs> Even though he had a major loss of blood to the point he had to be brought to the hospital and a concussion. He lost so,
1: so much blood that the police were charging him with getting too much blood on their shit. And the judge is like, yeah, I don't think there's enough blood. He must be like, well, what fucking catch 22 <laughs> blood situation am I? What magic you, blood
0: do I have? No, legally in, in, the, in the city limits, you there has to be a pool. A pool of blood. A pool of
1: blood. And a black person can't get into that pool of blood if there's a white person in it already. No, that's illegal. Yeah,
0: that's not okay. So Thomas Jackson, who is the chief of Ferguson Police since 2011, said he's working to recruit more minority officers and that he would redouble his efforts and look for innovative ways to bring more minorities on the force. Innovative. Innovative. Because We started a Facebook. Look, we can't do the normal ways. Yeah, like you come innovative, in and fill out ways. a... Will you? Will you? Black people can't come in and fill out a form. Where are we going to
1: find a black person in Ferguson?
0: We. <laughs>
1: be honest.
0: He is black. Oh my god. The, this guy is fucking black, and he's saying that they need innovative ways to get black people to be on. The, he's not black. We're going to have him throw a, a ball through a hoop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the
0: fucking most racist place on the first face well, of the Well, and
1: that's why that like, you know, even if a black person is in charge of something like that, it doesn't mean that it, it really, it just means maybe white people
0: are still outsmarting blacks. Yeah, no, right? it just means what, how hard, how, they, how, how, what can he get done? Yeah. He's still a yeah. black guy in a sea of white people yeah. and he's like, Hey, do this. And they go, yeah.
1: And that's what they did when all this shit started going down was it was just like, you know, first day it was all white people talking about it. The second day there was oh. like two new black guys. Hello, I'm black guy in charge. Hey, sorry. I had the day off yesterday, but I'm integral to this process <laughs> and happen to be black.
0: <laughs> um, when staffers from the center of police policing equity go to a police department, they talk with community advocates, police officers and the people of the city, all of whom provide important information about law enforcement behaviors. What they find is communities who have, for generations, felt like they're not being policed, but occupied. (sighs) And now comes the corporatization of America, payday loans. Uh Uh-huh. So, I don't know if people in other countries have this, but in America... I hope they don't. There's something called the payday loan, and it's a horrendous loaning practice. So, if you can't... So, say you have to pay your rent, and your kid gets sick and needs um to cuz you don't make you make just enough money to get by every month. You, so
1: you're like the you majority of America
0: yeah you don't even have 20 bucks to spare. Yeah. And your kid gets an eye infection and you have to pay for that. Well now you can't pay your rent. So you go to the payday loan place and they charge you 17% on a $100 loan. Yeah. But it's due in 2 weeks. Right. So if anything else happens and you can't pay that back Then you owe another 17%. So that means you owe 34% on that $100. And then it starts compounding. So within two months. You could owe 215%. (laughs) It's so bad. So on August the 9th, the cop shot Michael Brown. Uh, He was unarmed. We don't know exactly what started it. But we know that. just as Rodney King was the first videotape beating, this was the first live tweeted shooting of someone that we know about. And a guy tweeted, oh my God, the cops just shot that dude running away and then ran over and shot him again. So that was live tweeted. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say that people don't make shit up while they're live tweeting. Yeah,
1: well, normally he would hashtag a movie if he was in a movie. (laughs) That's how you do it hashtag let's be cops
0: <laughs> hashtag into the storm yeah
1: exactly yeah
0: um, then the cops left his body in the street for four hours uh, while everyone in the neighborhood gathered around good place work after his body was finally removed a makeshift memorial sprang up in the middle of the street where his body had been and flowers and candles were scattered around neighborhood residents started gathering many of them very upset and angry Michael Brown's parents placed c- candles and flowers on the ground. And then the cops started showing up again. Good. They had left, they had left a couple hours l- earlier. And um, they brought dogs. And then um, one of the cops brought his dog over to the memorial site and had his dog pee on Shut it. Shut the fuck up. I swear to God, that was, that was verified by three state representatives. The three That's politicians so from out. the capitol. So the guy brought his fucking dog over to pee on the flowers of the guy
1: they had just killed like six that,
0: hours before. That, that just
1: shows how fucked that meant. Like the, I mean, the mentality is beyond being no, able to kill people. There's like a lack of. Just total well, human fuck.
0: A Batman villain wouldn't even do that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the Penguin would be like, have some fucking. Oh, respect. come on, don't pee on the. <laughs> don't pee on the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Riddle me this. Isn't that kind of fucked up? <laughs>
0: what the fuck? And then. I mean, that is just so fucked up. And then. No. And then they drove their cop cars over the memorial site (sighs) and smashed everything.
1: So one guy was like, dude, oh, so what a dog pissed on it. Get in. We'll show
0: him. And then it was on. So that's what started the shit. They had a choice to make. They had a choice to treat them like people.
1: Well, okay. So not that option.
0: Act like they just killed someone. And, And a lot of people have seen it. Four eyewitnesses who all said... He was gunned down running away and put his hands in the air. He was running away. He got shot out. He turned around. He put his hands in the air and he was shot again. Four people said that one live tweeted it and then they left his body there for four hours and then they had a dog piss on the fucking flowers and then they ran over. They did everything they could to cause the city to explode. The cop who shot Brown lives 17 miles away in a community that 94% white. Before he served on the Ferguson PD, Wilson served in the neighboring municipality of Jennings, whose police department was so plagued by racial tension and excessive use of force that the city council disbanded the police department in 2011. Jesus Christ. So he came from a police department that was so racist that they had to stop being a police department.
1: Like, white people had to be like, you can't be a police department. I mean, I am white and I need to just. Dis- and to be stop. honest, you guys are too white. If that makes sense. You're bumming me out. Yeah. And I'm super into this Like, shit. I'm all about it, but honestly. Like,
0: I'm a crazy racist. I live here. Look,
1: you're the guy at Studio 54 that we're being like, slow down. slow
0: Enough with the enough blow. Enough with the blow. I know there's blow all over your <laughs> face. I mean, you
1: are a bag of blow with eyes. You look like Scarface. It's not good,
0: it's terrible. I mean, how, and then he's just like, I don't know what, I don't know what is happening everywhere I go. Shit's racist. It's not me, right? It's not me. Uh, Here's some quotes from uh, people who live near Ferguson but are white. Uh, Now, these these are very
1: important quotes for me, Dave. It's very important. A
0: reporter went out to a local
1: town. Now, it's very important to me. That these quotes are not trying... That these quotes do not support what happened. It's important to me as a human... Right. It's bullshit. All
0: of it. They don't even know what they're fighting for. Oh, my God. So, they don't. It's just a lot of misplaced anger. (laughs) He He wasn't sure where the anger should be, just that there shouldn't be any anger. And definitely no stealing. Our opinion said the talkative one and a group of six women. Oh, that's a horrible start. Is the media should stay out of it because they're just riling themselves up even more. Oh my God! What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So far, two out of the three, I can't wrap my mind around. (laughs) I mean, oh God!
0: White people are so horrible. White people are fucking.
1: A white person would say it's bullshit and be on the other side. Yeah. It's bullshit. That they, they that parking code and that memorial got flowers on that officer's tires. It's bullshit. I mean, what in the
0: fuck? So they shot a black guy. It happens all the time. Why that are they dog's getting mad? That penis
1: smelled like a scented candle after it urinated on that sweet memorial. It's bullshit. Does that happen? Uh, yeah. I guess this happens.
0: Uh, so this is. Oh, you mean this that
1: the scent can hit a is, penis? Yeah, yeah I this mean, is, in my experience, yeah.
0: This is happening everywhere. The dogs are getting no, not dogs, penises. not dogs' penises. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, but the anger is boiling up everywhere. Yes. Uh, everyone watched the Trayvon Martin case. Yes. And, and I know people people can people can say, "Well, he wasn't guilty." Fine, but it's legalized murder. He also wasn't a cop which is he was a douchebag. He was he a He was big, a total
1: douchebag and we showed you that the law was stupid, but this is like
0: this is a whole other well, level. Well,
1: this is just I I really think this transcends race because this is this is not about black people or white people. This is about like people and what we are dealing with as the guys who are, you know, protecting us technically, but
0: Okay. Completely not. So would it surprise you to know that there's no... Yes,
1: the answer is yes. <laughs> Whatever you're about to say, yes, it's going to fucking surprise me. Would
0: it surprise you to know there, that there's no national database for comparing one department to another for people who are shot? So there is no national database that tells us who's shooting more of what kind of people and when those people are being shot. America, with all its computers and all, how its... how is that not even accessed? That has to be. Oh yeah, no, it's totally. You could totally do it. You could do it,
1: <laughs> right? Because you fill out the. I mean, I granted a Ferguson, you just throw it down oh, the fucking no. toilet. They
0: could put the numbers in a little box that has connected to the internet. Yeah, you and could everyone just be could go like, "Open like, oh, this filing a...
1: cabinet." <laughs> oh look, nine Asian, forty-five black, none white. Shocking. <laughs> uh,
0: estimates are that one unarmed black person is killed by police every three days in America. Oh, fuck.
1: Unarmed, unarmed. That would be crazy enough if it was just every three days a yeah. black person was killed.
0: But there are so many things coming together that with the the disparity of income, the the well, that's it, what the, it's all. It's all well. That and that's, that's the white person quote you just read, who was just
1: like, "It's misplaced anger." It's like, you know what. Maybe it fucking is, but it's all the fucking same. It's
0: all I don't, the same. I don't know how you can live in this country and not be angry.
1: Yeah, and I don't, how you I can, don't, and how you can. Uh, I mean, this and it, honestly, how you can't see how black people should be angrier.
0: Right. I mean, furious. I mean, it's just. My, I would be walking around and my head would be exploding every ten minutes, and they'd be putting it back together. Yeah. Like I just. So the riot was a thing to itself, right? It wasn't about this, that. It was about a bunch of things. And it was fucking insane. Um, it's 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 basically what... it's It was an example of what's been happening for years, all you know, coming to the, perfect coming to the storm. top. It was a perfect storm. Uh, it's how we starve our people and our infrastructure and our cities and everything else. And meanwhile, while all that's happening, while the city is being starved of services and schools that are accredited, The cops are getting so fat on weapons and getting so many like it looked like they look like stormtroopers. It looked like they were ready for World War fucking three. Police departments have received tens of thousands of machine guns, nearly 200,000 ammunition magazines, thousands of pieces of camouflage and night vision equipment and hundreds of silencers, armored cars and aircraft. I mean, from the Pentagon because because and as Eisenhower said as Eisenhower said, watch out now we're creating so many weapons that we can't even we're not even using them all in war so we're giving like the way you the way you drive your clothes down to the goodwill because you don't use them anymore yeah. and you put them in the bin that's what we're doing with weapons and we're a shopaholic
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's fucking crazy
0: so we've created very aggressive police forces. During the time we have been giving them all these weapons, house police raids have increased exponentially. Last year, we had over 80,000 home invasion raids. What the fuck? In one, they tossed a flash grenade into a baby's crib. The baby is severely injured. They won't pay for his uh, his medical bill because they say it was part of the deal. Well, but they're also... You were in the house. But and it the was baby like, didn't get any
1: blood on their uniform, so it's God-free there. And it, and
0: it was like they were looking for some guy's uncle that wasn't even there. Yeah. Well, that's the problem,
1: is that there's no... I mean, there's there's just no...
0: They, they don't have to pay any price for this. Okay. No. They they pay no price for it. it but it's actually worse than that. So...
1: Good. I was going to say... Must, that felt like the bottom, but it's good to know that we can <laughs> We can lift up the barrel, and the barrel was on a
0: hole. So the raids are mostly against minorities, right? Um, so that means people in Ferguson have been living with those kind of things. Yeah. I don't live with it in La Crescenta. No. no one's kicking in fucking doors here and throwing flash grenades. That, that's not happening. Maybe in Tuhunga. Um So this is not the first time seeing the stormtroopers yeah. come in through the fucking windows. This is all being done under the guise of the war on drugs. Mm. So they've been transforming Which is just the most pointless yeah, big of waste of fucking time and money war. So they've been tra- they've been they've been turning these neighborhoods like Ferguson into war zones for years. But usually the stormtroopers aren't even needed. The ACLU reports that the vast majority of cases where SWAT teams are deployed are in situations where a search warrant is being executed to look for drugs. Cool. So they, Not even that they're there for sure. Yeah. They're like, you know what? This place might have some drugs. Well, you know, but they don't
1: want to miss out on all the fun. So they're not it's, even... It's a bonding thing for the guys. It is. Like,
0: yeah. it's the guys out on a... Yeah. Hey, let's like,
1: go out on a come day. On. You want to go bust Let's go, the go the throw a flash grenade in the crib.
0: Hey, you want to It's wanna Friday. Sh- hey, Larry, you want to shoot a dog and kick in a door? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh... So it's not even 100% that there's jugs there. They go in hard. The ACL report shows that in the cases where police thought weapons would be there, they were right only 33% of the time. Good. 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 Should I mention here... No. No, don't. that, ...that SWAT cops get paid more than regular cops. Good. They have to train more. They have to learn to do more things. When they're on a SWAT team, they get paid more. So that means that the SWAT cops... Are creating situations where they have to go in as SWAT because they get paid more money to be sw- good. Do you see good, 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 good. You see where this is going? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, it's like uh, it's like it's like you're the homeowner and the general contractor. It's it's very. It's good. It's a good system, and I'm glad that, um, they're, that they're able to do that. Have you heard of, have you heard of the SWAT economy? Oh, I can't
0: wait. <laughs> so, it better have to do with flies. So they're, they're seeking any little piece of information so they can gear up and get fucking the extra pay and go kick in a fucking door. So it's the same thing as the traffic citations they're doing up in Ferguson. Perfect. Last week, the national officers, the national, Sorry. <laughs> The National Tactical Officers Association, a lobbying group for 1,600 SWAT teams across the country, emailed all legislative staffers in the House and Senate to urge Congress to not take away their gear. When was this? Last week. Uh, They have a lobbying— SWAT teams have a lobbying organization that go to Congress— To lobby to get them more fucking toys and money to kick in more doors, even though there aren't enough fucking doors to be kicked in. So what the fuck? It's fucking insane. So what the fuck?
1: I mean, what the actual fuck? (laughs) You know, every other one of these, you're looking back like, that president had crazy fucking teeth in his head. I can't believe Rainbow Man was in that fucking room. Well, do you remember when I said- It was a fucking week ago, this asshole said this
0: shit. So, do you remember- earlier when i said i think that america is completely fucked
1: yeah i remember <laughs> i remember
0: so they got, they're mostly getting their military gear from the pentagon although the ferguson police department apparently did not they bought all that shit on their own which where, is where where are they <laughs> where are they getting the fucking money while the schools are fucking going bankrupt uh, they- and why do they fuck they had a fucking sound cannon which what makes people that? go, it's a thing that makes that makes a loud noise and you're supposed to, it makes you want to run away from it. But it also caused permanent hearing damage. Honestly? Yeah, go.
1: I would rather have permanent hearing damage than hear this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people stuck around. <laughs> um,
1: no, it's good. I think this is important.
0: Last year. The police departments got a half a billion dollars of military equipment. Jesus Christ. Do you know how many countries don't spend a half a billion dollars on their military? Yeah. The program called 1033 started in 1977. So cops have been collecting this shit from the Pentagon for 17 years. The program provides things like office equipment, tents, generators, pickup trucks, ATVs, uh, military aircraft, weapons including grenade launchers, and heavily armored tactical vehicles. Law law enforcement agencies just have to browse online to obtain small arms and other materials. Uh, I'm so so glad you sang it.
1: I'm so glad you sang it because before the singing, it was worrying. (laughs) But now it's a cute little jingle.
0: It's like they go to the Gap online. Yeah, no, yeah. Hey, what's
1: on sale? Hey, I'm on Zappos. (laughs) What kind of tank you guys want?
0: Perfect. Oh my god, we are so fucked. It's good. Uh, getting an armored personnel carrier is a little bit harder. You have to fill out a one page request form. Oh, uh, that's a lot of instead words. Instead of just clicking the That's a lot of words. Thing, instead of just clicking add to cart and then yeah, uh, check out. And then check out. Yeah. Um, good. And you can indicate your preference for a vehicle that has either wheels or tracks or, or, or like a tank, you know. Or like both. Tracks. I mean yeah. if
1: you're if you're feeling saucy, you know, maybe get it maybe get a tank too.
0: Part of the thing behind the 1033, uh, the 1033 program was that if law enforcement personnel were waging a drug war, they would need to be outfitted like warriors.
1: Well, there's a red flag.
0: So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's one. Hey, buddy.
0: <laughs> okay, good. good. Priority for tactical vehicle requests is given to law enforcement agencies in high-intensity drug trafficking
1: areas. Again, I mean, it's just all this dumb but that's drug good. shit. No, that's but that's not good. good. No, it's not good. It's, it's, no, it's not they're good. They're given priority no, for no. places
0: where there's more drugs. There's yeah, that they more...
1: made more drugs be.
0: Okay, well, 60% of the U.S. has in those high-intensity areas. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we oh. got. So Ferguson was the first time we saw military cops on the move in a city against civilians. Yeah. It was and the think,
1: first time we saw an army. And I think we can all agree it was fucking terrifying. It was the worst. They looked like an invading army. And I was I've you just notice in general like just driving around. I don't even think it's just in LA, but you know like the co- it's shifted. It's just become it's yes. become less like cops and cars and it's become less bu- cops on bikes and it's become more cops and fucking huge machines yes. and more Judge Dredd looking fucking yeah. Bike cops
0: Yeah oh, You're excited about <sighs> Military outfits and weaponry aren't just worn as protection Oh good They're meant to cause this is what military this is just what military shit is for Yeah They're meant to cause fear and elicit a certain response from people that encounter them. It is meant to be nothing short of very unwelcoming. Unwelcoming. Combat gear is not a costume. You wear it to look tactical. So it's not for cops. Yeah. Cops are supposed to protect and serve, not terrify. It is a costume. Okay. So 40 years ago, uh, Leonard Berkowitz and Anthony LePage conducted the first study that demonstrated what was called the weapons effect. Basically, guns not only permit violence, they can stimulate it as well. Hmm. The finger pulls the trigger, but the trigger may also be pulling the finger. So it turns out guns don't kill people. People kill people, but they use guns, which makes it easier for them to kill people. It turns out, guns <laughs> If you do have a gun, you want to shoot things.
1: Guns do kill people. Uh-huh. People also kill people. Right. Let's not let people have guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so... You know the military has rules of engagement that they have to follow. Mm-hmm.
1: They are very well trained,
0: in which is always to, adorable. And well, it's, but they're well trained in how to deal with enemy forces. And they're actually, I've, I've, there's a lot of cases, especially in Iraq, where there were there were tens of thousands of people protesting, and nobody got fucking shot yep. or hurt because our guys kept their weapons down and were trained not to fucking glare trained at them and make not... eye contact and say stuff like "What's up, bitch"? Yeah, it's it's like and holding it's honestly
1: holding a loaded fucking. AK-47 right. at a person yeah. without knowing what the situation is, right? is just how is that
0: acceptable? It's fucking insane. So, So because the military is taught how to behave to not make a situation with civilians get out of control. And part of the reason
1: is because they know the population is so much shakier and so much
0: more worried about their presence. Yeah. And our cops here are acting like it's my street. Get yeah. the fuck off my street. Yeah. I'll kill you if you're on my street. Well, anybody,
1: I mean, when was the, like, I I don't, when I see a cop, I don't go, oh, I feel better that the cop's there. I go, shit, obey every law. I don't want to get fucked with. Right. Which is not supposed to be the reaction. No, and and, and that's and that's how, I mean, that has to be on 90% of people.
0: And deal. I say this to everybody, don't ever talk to cops yeah. unless they ask you a question. Yeah. Don't ever speak to a policeman, yeah. ever. Unless they do, and then give them the least amount of words possible, yeah. answer truthfully, and get the fuck out of yeah. there. Um, the last thing that happened uh, was the it- idiots uh, flocked to Ferguson. Right. So there were a lot of regular people in Ferguson, especially for the first couple of days. But then came guys like Sam. Now, Sam would only give his first name to a reporter, but he was on vacation from California. I'm an anarchist and I was in the region, so I decided to come. What's happening here is inspirational. The people are resisting, said Sam, who has slept out some nights. <sighs> so those those guys were there, and you could see they were there. All of a sudden, there were white dudes with bandanas on, and you're like, You fucking cunts. Assholes. You're fucking there now? Yeah. You're, you're, those were, were the guys. Nobody was throwing fucking Molotov cocktails and rocks yeah. the first couple of days. As a matter of fact, the first tear gas. When everyone's like, what's happening? Yeah, Nobody threw shit. The cops said they threw Molotov cocktails, and reporters were like, no, nobody threw a Molotov cocktail. You're just lying. The cops just flat out fucking lied that first time. shocker. Antonio French, a local alderman, warned of a new dynamic after Sunday night's chaos. There is a small group of people who cannot be defined as protesters or demonstrators. They are more like fighters, rebels, insurgents. They're, they're okay so, to interact. But it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you go into a town dressed up like you're ready for a war yeah, and there are people all over the place who are crazy and anarchists and are looking for a war, then they're going to go to you to fight you with your little fucking guns out. Like, it's... Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, so then now you can't tell the difference between the hardcore rioters the insurgent guys and the protesters well then right. you're just then, fighting yeah then, then you're just fighting and mostly like it was the, a lot of the guys with their faces covered you know yeah. but then but then other people started to figure that out when people in gaza are telling you what to do in america then you've probably some people have probably made some mistakes yeah there was a maybe. guy named there's a guy named Dang, django uh, who named himself after the quentin tarantino movie trotting down the street on a horse Good. There were Buddhist monks in orange robes. There were Muslims in purple tunics. Evangelical... It became an airport. (laughs) Who knew? Evangelical Christians with megaphones, quoting scripture, (sighs) and socialist worker party activists advocating capitalism's overthrow. So it basically just turned into this giant fucking shit show.
1: Yeah, it just sounds like a trade show.
0: Uh, When the cops went after the press, which we all the cops are the best, which we all knew and we all saw. I mean, that it was... takes a lot for you to be like, don't hurt reporters. <laughs> we need them. But they clearly went off Al Jazeera first because they were like, fucking Muslims. <laughs> like, they didn't even get that they were just American reporters yeah. working for the American Al oh, Jazeera yeah. network because they're that fucking stupid. <laughs> well, they heard Al Jazeera and they knew. And they think they're beyond the Constitution. Yeah. Because they, because they are. are. Yeah, yeah, because they, they, they are. fucking are Every cop in Ferguson should be fired. Yes. And replaced with an experienced cop from somewhere else. Yes. Uh, just like when an organ organ goes bad, you fucking cut it out. Yep. It's a bad liver, cut it out, put in a new one. Yesterday, the head of the Highway Patrol No. who was put in charge of Ferguson. So the and black guy, the black guy that was put in charge of Ferguson, you remember that guy? Yeah. Like two, and- three days later they were like, "What about a black guy?" But didn't
1: the, the highway patrol, didn't they do a better job? Then? They did. They yes. did a little bit better of yeah. a better job.
0: Right. But their, their boss was also a black guy who, was right. probably, who lives in Ferguson, I believe. So he was put in charge of the situation in Ferguson a couple of days after it started. And uh, yesterday he was asked questions by reporters. And there were some protesters there. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. 32-year-old Anthony Pruitt asked Johnson... He's a demonstrator. Why he thought he had been placed in charge of the operations carried out by predominantly white officers. And Johnson said because the governor chose to make a change. Clearly the dude was saying, yeah, you're black. Yeah, say
1: it. I think he was being called an Uncle Tom there, was he not? Well, yeah, he is. I mean, he is. And I mean, you don't even want to like look. I mean, how do you? You're tiptoeing around landmines as far as what is a racist thought and what isn't a racist thought yeah. in this shit anymore you because are. it's so, I mean, everything about it is just so fucked up and it's yeah. all tied together. But yeah, in a situation like this, it's just like it's a no-brainer that a racist white department will do whatever they can to appear not racist. Yes. Putting somebody who is has the same skin color as the people who have been supremely disenfranchised and basically rioted against will maybe digest it a little bit easier because there's a
0: more familiar face.
1: Yeah. So things are good.
0: Johnson describes seeing Brown's parents on the news that day. I saw a pain that I never, never want to want to have to go through. And I don't want us to do anything to detract from that. Uh, If the protests are going to happen in Mike's honor, let's do it with respect. At that point, Pruitt, the demonstrator... Now, this guy is... is do you know what Pruitt looks like? No, but okay. he's 32. He's a 32-year-old man. <laughs> All right. Broke down in tears. Eesh. We broken, sir. We broken. We can't trust them. We have no faith in them. In a pained voice, Pruitt brought up the killing of Kajimi Powell, a 25-year-old black man shot on Tuesday by the St. Louis Police Department. That's how we think. That's what we live with. We hurt. We broken. We, and we ain't all criminals. Referring to the white officers around Johnson, Pruitt said, I can't even have a conversation with him. He won't give me the time of day without pulling out his firearm first. How can you all fix this? Tears are rolling down Pruitt's cheeks. Because when this camera goes, and when you go, when you go back on your highway, we're still out here. So, they have created a situation where black men are just crying on the street because there Their is no hope. Their vision has come to fruition. Because there is no hope. Good. Everybody feel good? Good. Sometimes. Good, good, good. Sometimes we have to talk about this shit because it's out there. I totally agree. But it's not very funny. It's really not. I mean,
1: and it's, well, no. It, look, you We're living through a fucking tragedy. Yeah, and we're not fixing it. No. And that's why it's so... I think that's what's so frustrating about living in this country is that you feel the fact that they've made you feel like you can't make an impact.
0: So I'm 47, and I have never felt this way about this country. I've always been pretty down on it. Yeah. But I've never felt like we're fucked and I think we're fucked for reasons that are the NSA spying the militarization of the police the fact that we do this to our black population that have been doing it for fucking centuries and don't do anything to stop it just the squeezing economically of the middle class and the poor and so the the rich can fly around on their fucking jets like it's it's so that Ferguson was the first, yeah, everybody watching that knows it's coming and it's coming again and it's going to come big and yeah, and I've been saying that for a while, and I think some people think I'm crazy, but also like things like things like Obamacare while it's good and it gives everybody health insurance, but what about the people who make a lot of money but are in a lot of debt? So they can't afford it, but now they have to pay for it. So that's one more thing they have to pay for. And every time we put something on there, it tips it a little bit down and a little bit down. Now, maybe that'll help people on the other end. But the problem is, is that all those people are already fucked from the years without Obamacare. Unless you want to start everything over again from zero and reset all the credit machines, everybody's fucked. Yeah. All those people in Ferguson are in massive debt. Yeah. That's one of the reasons they all fucking went crazy. Debt. They don't see any way out of it. Well, because they're given, the only way they're
1: given out of it is to, is a way that gives them more debt. Yeah. It's a tiny, uh, I, I, compl- I, I, I mean, the fact that the, the police force you saw in Ferguson, it's just not, it's not like, hey, Ferguson's the town we tested it in. It's like, it's everywhere. Yeah, and I think you're right. I feel like there is. That's like preparation for something. That's preparation for okay, people being. You know, you know, for riots. Well, when yeah. when we're you think about California, I mean, people don't want to fucking talk about the fact that we have like right now like 18 months of water right, right now. Right. So they don't want to talk about that. So what happens in month 17? When we're right. running out of fucking water. Right. We're all going to freak the fuck out. Everyone's going to freak out. Everyone's going to freak out, and the police are not going to be there to hand out water to the people who are freaking out. <laughs> the police are going to be there to shoot the people <laughs> freaking out the most. And, and at that point, everybody's going to become a black person in Ferguson. Well, because you're yeah. just going to—it's it's not going to matter. It's going to be us and at them.
0: At the end of the day, the reason the police forces are being militarized is because shit is going to go south. Yes. And it's, a lot of it is because of the climate. But if we have another economic meltdown... Which we will. Well, because they haven't changed any of the laws. Yeah, because it's the same, and shit, they, the same shit and they haven't changed a fucking thing. So if we have another economic meltdown and it's worse or even the same, that means another large chunk of people that are... Because we've, we've got like 10% permanently unemployed right now. Well, even just driving around and you look around, it's like... Like, I, I used to have this
1: friend when I was growing up, this this guy named Gary Dollywall, and his dad, like, owned 76, right? Yeah. So his dad was this, like, they, they were the huge Indian family, and they bought the biggest fucking mansion. Yeah. They moved in. It was the shit. By the time he graduated high school, the house had completely fallen apart, yeah. and nothing had been repaired. And that's what I feel like when I drive around now. I feel like you just look around, and it's like shit is falling apart. Everything's becoming a fucking pink berry. And well, LA is
0: a fucking disaster, yeah. It is a fucking disaster of a city because no infrastructure has been worked on for yes. And that's the other thing is like bridges, like a third of our bridges in America are are ready to fall, electrical grid, yeah. I mean, the fact that we we still have like telephone poles uh, that are
1: look like they're from the 40s all over, and they're spending all their money on weapons for
0: the cops, yeah. So it sounds crazy when you say it, but if you just sit back and look and go, well, "This is all, there's something very wrong going on here. There's well, something very wrong going on here. And that's what Ferguson was. It was the first.
1: And with, with things like global warming and this, these are issues you wish you were wrong on. Yeah. But you're just not. No. Ti- time shows this shit. and Yeah.
0: Was this a good episode?
1: I don't even know. <laughs> because Because it's so... I mean it's literally happening right now. So it's it's a lot easier to make fun of the room <laughs> than it is to, you know, think about this this moment. But it's important and I'm gl- it's I'm
0: glad I live up in the mountains. That's yeah, all I'm gonna say. Just, fuck
1: man. It's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> it's
0: not fucking good. No. And I
1: don't know what the fuck we do about it.
0: Oh well it it's the millenarian. Military industrial complex at the end of the day, and it's the it's the watching the 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 Arabs have their revolutions. You know, Ferguson wasn't allowed to uh, come up on Twitter hashtag Ferguson. They Bla- were they That's were crazy. they were deleting it. So while all this was going on, Twitter was running their quell the
1: stop the fucking. And I'm sure riot. the
0: government just said, look, if there's ever riots, can you do this? But what they're actually doing is stopping free speech yeah. and people who are freaked out watching at home going, this is too much. It's it's just big brother. Like people get to put fucking Ferguson out there and say, I'm going to meet on, you know, fourth and, and yeah. 29th and throw some fucking Molotov cocktails. You can't stop everyone from tweeting Ferguson, But that's what they did. They stopped everyone from tweeting Ferguson. So this was this was to me. It was very much like a test run of what happened because it's going to happen in a big city. Yeah, it's going to. It just it just can't not with all the fucking poverty and anger
1: out there. There's no way. And you would hope that they would not want it to. But when you watch the police the other night, it's Holy like shit. it's Christmas day. Holy shit! It's time Christmas. to fucking flex the muscle and use the
0: toys. And and you know when the LA riots happened. So many people died. I mean, there are sixty one drive by shootings. You you there there aren't actually gonna be people on every corner with cameras because because there's gonna be too many people doing shit. And people are gonna be people a lot of people with cameras are gonna be running up into their fucking mountains and in their houses.
1: Well and that's where we're gonna be glad that we really loosened gun legislation. (laughs) Let people buy whatever fucking gun they wanted. That's that's (laughs) That's well, when you. That's when I'll be like, with like next to the NRA guys, like ah, I had your back the whole time, guys. Hey, let's go get that water from that guy. Let's steal his water so we can survive a week. I love you guys. You guys are my best
0: friends. Let's go get that water from that. Guy. Let's go
1: take that guy's water. That guy's got that jug of water. We should just murder him and take it.
0: Uh, Office Depot sells water now, by the way.
1: <laughs> Fuck.
0: Big gallons.
1: Well, Dave. I'm sorry
0: gonna sleep well I'll be at the uh little joy later tonight drinking <laughs> should I put a thing up front how depressing this one is maybe <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean yeah I I mean I don't know I I think like you said I mean this is long this is crazy but it is right now which makes it you can't you can't parody it as much because this dude just got fu- and, and when you see that other guy get shot six times with a I mean, you know, what happened to
0: tasers? Yeah, I mean, what what about beanbag guns? What are what are all of the all of the? Things that have been developed that are non-lethal What are they doing? Six, just six times around? When no, these it's people it's are getting fucking, shot six times they, It's just fucking Chest, gross Chest, not knees It's just gross Six it, times And it's it's The cops are being trained to do, to do shit that, that isn't always necessary And I would say a lot of the times isn't necessary
1: What will be exciting will be that moment When there's enough people pissed that have galvanized to change everything <laughs> That'll be fun Feels like that's the best part of the revolution, you know? When you just take the dictator out to the town square and he's like, please, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And you're like, we're going to treat you like a dog for an hour. God. <laughs> hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I, listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this... uh, This podcast. Uh, Listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow September 13th, London September 15th, Dublin September 17th, September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham September 20th. after it. Let's see you there.